all right, Hunter, this guy decides to take a walk and he walks down to this park and starts feeding these ducks. So he's throwing out bread for these ducks and these three ducks are like hanging out in front of him eating this bread. And, uh, one of them looks up and starts talking to him. He's like, Hey, my name is Frank. I live here in the park. He's like, nice to meet you, Frank. He's blown away that he meets these talking ducks. He's like, nice to meet you, Frank. How, how, how are you doing today? And he's like, man, he's like, I'm having a great day. I'm just hanging out in the park, been going in and out of puddles all day. It's a great day. So the guy can't believe what's happened. And he turns to the second duck and he was like, what about you? And he was like, uh, my name's Tom. I live in the park too. I've just been going in and out of puddles all day with this guy. It's been a great day. So the guy is almost speechless at this point, but he kind of sees where this is going. So he turns to the third duck and he was like, let me guess. Uh, your name's Henry and you live at the park and you've just been having a great day going in and out of puddles with these guys. And this third duck kind of pauses takes a breath, looks up at him and goes, no, my name's Puddles and I've had a fucking horrible day. (laughs) (laughs) I like that one. These are better. I'm glad you're straying away from these like older jokes. I will. So yeah, because like at first it was all like old jokes that I've had just that I just have kept in the back of my mind for years. But now I've I've exhausted all those from having to dig up fresh content. I like this. Yeah, that I saw that one on TikTok and that was that was, I, as soon as I saw it, I saved it. I was like, this is going in an episode. I never get on TikTok anymore. I check my TikTok DMs once a week and I'm because I'm flooded with like 80 of them bitches. I go through waves. Like I'll go through a wave of like not hardly getting on TikTok, and then I'll like my other social media will dry up, and I'll be like mm, back to TikTok. Well, ever since we started doing more content on the pod account, I I stay logged into that one majority of the time, and I don't. Yeah, just, my that algorithm is not as good as my personal one. I get tired of Ooh. switching back and forth. Speaking of both of our TikToks uh, that we posted today at almost the exact same time, I have done almost a thousand views. Yeah, no, I'm happy about that. I don't know. I really like both of them. I know. Well, I we I I knew I had to get something out. Same uh, <laughs> on the Nick Chubb deal. Same. But, but yeah, uh, that is the intro for episode one oh four. Yes, episode one oh four of Below Five Hundred. And this is officially week three of NFL season. You know what we haven't said in a while? Like, what if somebody like just started listening a few episodes ago and they still don't know who the fuck we are? That's true. Hi, so, I'm Hunter. And I'm Gooch, if you are a new listener. 
And if and if you are a current listener and wondering why my voice sounds fucking weird, I'm pretty sure I have a sinus infection. It like hurts to talk. And I I told him before the episode it's okay because the shots he's fixing to have to do will clear that up because I am back to back winner booze champion to start the season. And I guess we forgot there was fucking shots involved. I lost my shit when he said that. I was like, I was literally I, I'm not like pissed, but like I was hurt. I was well, like, man, that just fucking adds on. The first thing Hunter said when he joined the Zoom call was, I've got a fucking headache. And I was like, well, get ready. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and get these bitches out the way. I'm... Okay. Like the first smell of the Tito's this time wasn't that bad. The I'm fact that you're t- doing straight Tito's for this is wild. Because I keep forgetting, so I don't. I have rum somewhere in my room, but I have like better shot shit in the kitchen. I don't feel like getting it. I'm not used to losing. I had a whole year <laughs> fucking winning. It's funny because like I haven't had to take a shot this whole time, but yet I have a bottle of whiskey just on my desk. There's, I think there's like this much. Can I just like clear that? Will that count? Yeah, I'll. I'll it's straight vodka. I'll let you have that. That's not going to uh, be good. Uh, and it's in a flask, so it's going to come out slow. No, not that slow. <laughs> Warm vodka. Oh, I don't have anything to drink either. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm like breathing fucking fire right now. It's just vodka. Shit. So... Before, while we are still previewing week two, my winter booze total comes to 16, 15, and one. Hunter slides to 10, 21, and one. We got a push off of the Saints Panthers game. Um, Colton, Colton and Wiz tabs went to eight and 12, but I hear word from Hunter that Colton paid two of those. Yes, there is a random FaceTime the other night, and I decided to join. And when I joined, Colton was like, Hunter, Hunter, can I pay my tab? And I was like, fuck yeah, do it. And so he grabbed a bottle of Patron and proceeded to take two shots. Honestly, there were two giant ones. I feel like I should have counted it more, but I'm taking it off. It's it's two. He's down to six. Maybe he can pay up before Thursday. The other six. It's Tuesday. So, I mean... If he if he does two tonight, tomorrow, and during the day before Thursday night football, that would get him access to the dock. So uh, yes, it would. I tried talking him into doing the rest of the bottle because I wasn't that much left, but I was like, if you fucking chug the bottle, I'll wipe your slate clean. I don't care. Yeah, I would have agreed to that. And my phone died. I was so mad. Damn. I was pissed. What if he did, but like your phone died and it didn't get recorded, so it didn't count? <laughs> Man, there there's other people in there, so that maybe they would have said something, or he'd have been like, "Yeah, fucking lie for me, Casey." Fun. <laughs> well, that or he sees you disconnect, right? As he's like chugging, he's like, "Oh, just pours it down the sink." Sp- Hunter, I finished it. it. Oh my dumbass! I was thinking he spits it back in the bottle. <laughs> That's fucking gross. Talking, he's like, "Oh shit!" Spits it right back in. Sends it in okay. a Snapchat of him drinking regurgitated Patron. <laughs> Anyways, 
So let's go ahead. I don't want to jump into winter booze yet. I want to let the no. booze kick in. So I want to go ahead and get started with their highs and lows. Yes. <clears throat> a shocking high that I put in there is the Colts. This is going to be a trend. Hunter is just going to put every time the Texans lose, that team's going to be in highs. Like Colts, <laughs> Colts looked great. Don't know what else to say. Colts looked fantastic <laughs> on Sunday. <laughs> The Sunday man, the fucking Jags Super Bowl winners. I can't. That, I can't I was, do this. I was about to say, like, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start tailing that. So, like, I'm gonna change my hair. Let me turn quick. Dolphins Super Bowl contenders. <laughs> Tua MVP. No, I'm saying that because I really like the way AR15 looked. I'm he, he's confident. I really th- feel like he's gonna be their quarterback of the future. As long as he can stay in the fucking game, he's left both games early. Oh, did he leave game one early? I didn't know that. Yeah, he left game. It was like in the fourth quarter, but he left like early fourth quarter with a knee. Oh, this time he had a concussion. You can't really help that one too much. Right, but I'm but I'm just saying, God damn. What? This fucking whiskey bottle. I was like fucking with the lid. Why are you touching the fucking whiskey? You're not drinking. There's whiskey in this cup. I'm not remember I got shots, but Remember like, the first was... year winter winter booze? I get just so fucked up after taking shots. Yeah. I was like, "Here, let's take another one." Right? <laughs> just yeah, it's one of those bottles that has like the plastic lid with like the cork underneath it, oh. and the fucking lid come unglued from the cork. Ah, oh, so I'm actually like, get my, I'm going to get like fucking pliers and pull the cork out. Yeah, that's fucked. Damn cheap. Oh well. Whiskey. But yeah, that was just my high with the Colts. Just AR fifteen looked great. So, okay, so I got to explain this high. Uh, So I typed this up before the game was over, but it was like early fourth or start of the fourth. I put this in for, uh... oh, wait, yeah. So and then they ended up losing, but I had Lions defense might be good. And then they lost in overtime to the Seahawks. Not only lost, but they also are losing CJ, GJ for the year. And they gave up 31 points. But I don't know about that. <laughs> I, I, so, yeah, that one's tough. <laughs> that one takes a little explaining. But for three quarters, they did look good. They, I mean, and Seattle has an absolute nuclear powered offense. Like that offense mm-hmm. is crazy. So I, I do think the Lions defense is much improved from last year. I mean, they were like bottom two defense of the, in the league last year. So mm-hmm. I, I was definitely a holdout on the Lions hype, but I do like see them for what they are now, and they probably are the divisional favorite in the NFC North. Um, I'm gonna stay in the NFC North. I'm gonna go Kirk Cousins. Primetime Kirk was. Are you good? Yeah. Was that just water that went down the wrong way, or whiskey that went down the wrong way? Oh, you, oh yeah, I didn't know you were drinking too. All right, this will be fun. Um. Kirk, I feel like he shed his primetime Kirk Cousins finally. He he balled the fuck out on still lost. Thursday night, right? Yeah, this God damn it. The wins and losses are not a fucking quarterback stat. That drives me nuts. But like he he still went out there and did he fucking balled. And it's not his fault they don't have a fucking defense. I don't even remember the final score of that game. Um, it was Vikings 28, Eagles 34. Oh, that's right, because they tried to make like a late comeback. Yeah. yeah and yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, because he didn't play very good in the first half, but then he like showed up in the second half and made it a game. Nobody played good in like the first quarter, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because it was like halfway through the first quarter, it was like 0-0 still or like 3-0. And we were like, this is not J- the game that we expected out of these two. Yeah, Jalen threw a pick. Kirk didn't throw a pick in that game. I thought I thought uh yeah, that the shit over cost half me money. Yeah, I thought the over half interception was a lock. Yeah. But <clears throat> kudos to him, man. He he balled out. Maybe he's shedding that stick stigma. Maybe this I would say this might be the year for real. Aren't they fucking 0 and 2 now? Yeah, they're 0 and 2. <laughs> and well, they have in the division, the Lions are really good. The Packers look like they are good. Jordan Love. Jordan Love is him. The Bears are not him. No, they the Bears. The, exact the Bears are still the Chicago Bears. Um, my second high, painful to type this out, but I'm afraid that the Dallas Cowboys are actually legit. Hold on. I'm going to stop you right there. Have you seen who they've played? They've played the Aaron so, Rodgers, so, Jets, okay. and the Giants. Now I understand that, but I will say this. Scoring 40 on anybody in the NFL is impressive. That's very, I'll give you that. And but also the defense is, uh, never mind. Go, never mind. And I, and right. That makes it more impressive than Aaron, the defense half that. Aaron Rodgers, Jets. However, they still scored 30 on the Jets defense. I'll give you that. So I, mean, I understand it's early. I understand it's week two. But from what I've seen, I think that Dallas might finally be actually good well let me see them do that in the playoffs and i was i was of course like just sticking to my traditional like not buying in on dallas because they always let us down i had dallas pegged as like potentially the third team in the division preseason i i had suspicions that the commanders might potentially beat them in the division but no, nah, like they're they're good. The commanders are good too, but Dallas is like real. The Dallas might win the division. Dallas might beat the Eagles for the division. I know that we've seen the Cowboys look so good in the regular season just to crumble in the playoffs. Yeah. So I'm taking it with a grain of salt. Now, if they perform like this in the playoffs, then hey, they might be onto something. It might be Cowboys Niners or Cowboys Eagles in the fucking NFC Championship. Divisional matchup in the NFC Championship would be wild. That would be. It does seem, if you ignore the Giants, it does seem like we might be returning to the NFC Beast era and and out of the NFC least. No shit. Yeah. Um, my third and last high. I'm gonna go with the Rams. I want to hear this one. They've been. They've been playing a lot better than a lot of people gave them credit for. Everybody thought they were going to come in the season, especially with the cup being out for the first four games. They were going to be bottom of the division. Like they were going to be a top draft pick. Well, they don't have a pick, obviously, but they were going to, you know what I'm saying? They're going to be one of the worst teams in the league. Meanwhile, they're holding their own. Yeah. Uh, now they finally got fucking Cam Akers bum ass out of the picture. Yeah, I'm not saying like they're gonna win the division or anything. 
I'm just saying that they're exceeding expectations. That's that's yeah. my high. Did they win week one? Yes, they beat the Seahawks week one. That's true. That's right. And hung around with the Niners, which is impressive. But the Rams always play the Niners close. No matter how, like even last year when they were horrible, they played the Niners. I think they might have beat the Niners last year. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying they're exceeding expectations. That's why they're in my highs. I'm not saying that they're going to finish first, even second in that division. But hey, keep doing what you're doing, McVay. Keep exceeding those expectations, man. My last high is Baker Mayfield is two and zero again as a starting quarterback. I like in, that in Tampa. I like it. Against who they play week one? They play the Vikings. He beat the Vikings and the Bears. So I mean, the Bears suck, but the Vikings are not nobody. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just lost a one score game to the Eagles. So he looks amazing. Um, I, I I just I love as much as I hated Baker's guts in college. I love it when he's good in the NFL. Like he's just entertaining to have in the NFL, and it appears as if he has found. A guy in Mike Evans. Oh, Mike Evans is is has been him. The fact that understand. people still refer to Chris Godwin as wide receiver one in Tampa blows my mind. I haven't even heard that. I don't know who's still. Oh, people that. say it. People like you see. I see it ranks all the time. And like, no. First of all, Chris Godwin. Mike Evans is on the field way more than Chris Godwin because Chris Godwin can hardly stay healthy. Exactly. And Mike Evans puts up the most consistent numbers in the league. Like, mm-hmm. and he's exactly. six seven. Yeah, never had a season less than a thousand yards. Like, come on. And he's fixing to have another one. And you're telling me people were fading this man in fantasy? No. Yeah, that's hell? crazy. And like, and like fit- especially <laughs> I knew with a guy like Baker, a new quarterback, you're especially in the red zone, you're gonna lean on the six seven freak. And sure enough, exactly. What did Baker do uh, the other day? Um, they got in a hole. Needed a, needed a big play, and Baker just threw that bitch high as he could for like, and ended up being a thirty-eight yard touchdown. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, getting into the lows, my first low is fantasy related. I'm not saying fantasy in general, but I'm saying to all the people that draft running backs high. I was about to say all, all the people that drafted any running back. Like, if you drafted a running back, you had a bad week. Man, if you spent a first round pick on Nick Chubb, I'm sorry. I'm Why are you coming out. at me? I traded a first round pick, or I I traded up in the first round to get Nick Chubb in yeah. this league. For the people that spent a first round or early second on Saquon Barkley, hey, I'm sorry. For those that did the same thing for Jameer Gibbs, he's not hurt. Motherfucker just won't get snaps. Like they won't play. I don't his understand ass. it. I was in our group chat. Praying for a David Montgomery injury so that Gibbs could get the ball. Got it. He actually got hurt less than an hour after I said that. Gibbs still somehow didn't get the ball. I was mind yeah. blown. I was. They said, completely... "Oh, Montgomery's out." Okay, hold on. Hey, Gibbs, stay where you're at. Let me get Craig Reynolds out here. I was completely bewildered. Bro, when whenever Ben Johnson said y'all y'all have never seen a way that we're gonna use Jameer Gibbs, motherfucker, was he spitting? I yeah, have never seen this fucking blasphemy in a fucking coaching room. Y'all ever y'all ever seen? Life. You'll be you'll be very surprised at how we use Jameer Gibbs. And then it was like dot 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 week two. Y'all ever seen a twelfth overall running back pass block? <laughs> 
Hey, this fucking it's awful. Um, another running back, Jamal Williams, motherfucker got hurt. So that's lovely. Um, I can't think of any other running backs off the top of my head, but this just furthers my agenda of zero running back. Austin Eckler. Oh yeah, Eckler too. God damn. Zero running back has been the He was going move. like top three in leagues. I know. You you will never catch me again spending a first round fucking pick on a running back, a second round pick? Nope. Third round pick? Nope. Fourth round? Nope. Let me get the guys like Rashad White who had 20 plus points. Let me get him in the in the like fifth, sixth, seventh round. Yeah. I'm thinking another one off the top of my head. Kyron Williams off waivers, 20 oh, points. Alexander Madison's not hurt. He just sucks. It's not even that he sucks. I think it's just they're did they're I don't know what's different. I don't because so, he played uh, amazing in Dalvin's and spot starts for Dalvin last year. I know, and but now he's year. averaging like two oh. yards a carry. And on top of that, uh so the whole I drafted Madison in two, maybe three leagues, just because he has no backup. Like his backup is like nobody. He gets all the carries. So I like mm-hmm. and I, from a running back standpoint in fantasy, I'm a big volume guy. Mm-hmm. I just want you to get lots of touches and then see what you do. But in the Eagles game, he had like 40 yards and I'm like, and no touchdowns, no catches. I was like, what the fuck? So I looked and I was like, he had eight carries for 40 yards. I'm like, who is getting his touches? So I look, no one The the Vikings in that game, the Vikings ran the ball nine times. Mm -hmm. Kirk cousins, zero rush attempts, Alexander Madison, eight rush attempts, his backup, one carry. That was it. That was the whole eight carries for Madison, one carry for his backup. Everything else was a pass play. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. I really don't. How? How, I, how do you only run the ball nine times? I get that you were playing from behind, but still, Jesus. I don't get it. I don't. All right, my... This segment... I love this segment. We have three uh, losing teams in the highs and a winning team in the lows. (laughs) But my low goes to the Falcons because um, is it Arthur Smith? Yeah. Arthur Smith does not know how to use B. John Robinson. Mm -mm. He doesn't know how to use Pitts either. No clue. No idea how to use Kyle Pitts. Pitts kind of just sucks. Like, no, but, not even the motherfucker gets wide open. Oh, see, I, I don't watch a lot of Falcons games, but I just know, like, from what I've watched... seen the clips circulating where he broke a motherfucker's ankles and he's sitting there jumping like this for the ball. Meanwhile, Ritter passes at the opposite side of the field. Like, and they're trying to use like Bijan as almost like a pass catching specialist, like a receiving back. And I'm like, no, like, this should is this is a three down back, like, exactly. We were talking about Bijan as a generational talent. People were ranking him a top 10 running back in the league before he touched a football. Exactly. And here and we are to like, hey. He's splitting carries with Tyler Algier. Tyler Algier, Algier is the goal line specialist, which is a disgrace. You would think Arthur Smith coming from Tennessee with Derek fucking Henry would know how to use a running back. Meanwhile, this motherfucker's treating Bijan like especially, goddamn Rex Burkhead. Especially a high-volume running back. Like, Bijan is a do-it-all running back. He's treating these motherfuckers like he's Darren Sproles. Like, let, just give him, the, give him the ball in open space, see what he does. Like, that's yeah. not what we do. Like, Yeah, I don't... I don't know. It's it's very frustrating, because I don't own Bijan in any fantasy leagues, but I've bet on him 
both weeks, week one and two. I've taken, I took his over in rushing yards week one. And, oh, no, I took uh, him to get a rushing touchdown. It's like, oh, he's going to get all the carries. He'll get rushing touchdowns. No, Tyler Algier gets all the goal line carries, steals two rushing touchdowns from Bijan. So I'm like, okay, next week. But he got a receiving touchdown. So I'm like, okay, let me take his anytime touchdown because he'll either get the same thing as last week or they will correct their mistakes from week one and he will get that goal line carry. No, he got nothing. Exactly. Man rushed for 120 yards, no touchdowns. Exactly. That shit. In a game where they scored like three touchdowns or Mm -hmm. three or four touchdowns. Um, yeah, final score is 25 24. Yeah. All right, you go. Um, oh yeah. Uh my next low is the Cleveland Browns. Um, they used to have a top O line of the league. All of a sudden that shit turned to paper mache. I don't know what happened. Watson had two fucking fumbles. One of them turned over. Or, or both was a turnover. One of them at the end was crucial, and then let the Steelers win. Got turned turned over for a touchdown. And um, the now play of the game, pick six. Yeah, Nick Chubb's fucking hurt. Although that really wasn't the own line. That was that was just fucking Mika Fitzpatrick. So, do you think that was ass. dirty? I don't think it was dirty necessarily. I think he was just trying to fucking hit him, just trying to so, hurry him and hit him. I got in an argument at work today about this because I was like. Because they, they tried, they were like, he was stood up. He didn't, he didn't have to go low like that. He was stood up. And I was like, no, he wasn't. And they were like, yes, he was. He was like hardly moving. And the, he didn't need to go that low. I was like, you have to go low on Nick Chubb. If you don't go low on Nick Chubb, you're getting brushed off. Have you seen that motherfucker's quads? And if he goes too high, you're getting targeting. So what do you like? You got to pick your poison. And, and so then I pulled the video up. And I was like, no, he was running full speed with a linebacker hanging off his shoulder pads. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, so like, as you look, there's a linebacker on his side with a hand on each shoulder pad, and he is running like full stride with this linebacker hanging on to him. And I was like, I was like, see this? This is why you have to go low on Nick Chubb because you can't do that, or you will get drugged. And I mean, it's just an unfortunate play. I mean, as I was like telling my coworker, I was like you can't make football an injury free sport. Like I hate, I'm not sitting here saying that like Nick Chubb, like should just accept it or deserved it or whatever. Like, but there is a certain aspect of football just is what it is. And like, you're going to have that shit with football. Sometimes. Do you see that was the same leg that he, that he fucked up in college? What are the odds of season? That's like career ending. I don't know if it's career ending. I do. I did say college or not college. Just based on what I saw on last night's game, I do. If he does come back, I don't think he'll come back the same. I think that's going to take a long time for him to come back from because people come back from like simple, like run of the mill ACLs all the time. But I mean, mm-hmm. you saw the freeze frame where his leg is bent at a 90 degree angle the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, there's. He's going to have no stability in that knee. They're going to have to 100% completely rebuild his knee from the ground up. And once he is walking again and like able to get back on a football field, there's just going to be no stability. He's not going to like trust it to put any weight or anything like that's going to be a rough recovery. 
Yeah, that's fucking. And one of those were like, I just don't know if you're ever mentally the same after mm-hmm. that. Like, because physically be his knee will probably be fine, but like mentally being able to to run the way Nick Chubb runs, I don't know if he'll ever be able to do that again. Exactly. So my second low is my poor New England Patriots, specifically our late game execution. I won't say play calling. I've been pleasantly thrilled with Bill O'Brien's play calling. Bill O'Brien is the first play caller in the Mac Jones era to not treat Mac Jones like a -a make-a-wish quarterback and actually treat him like a starting NFL quarterback. And he looks good. Like the only problem I do have is that our average um, yards per completion is five and a half yards. But I don't necessarily say that's Mac Jones' fault. We have bad receivers. Like we just don't have good receivers. We have a bunch of low end wide receiver twos and wide receiver threes in our wide receiving core. And like, he just doesn't have any good options to like really stretch a defense. My problem is in how we finish games. We've played two good football teams, the Eagles and the Dolphins. We've been in both games. Surprisingly, I thought the Eagles were going to wipe us. And we, we they didn't. We had two potential game-winning drives inside three minutes. The last one ends because Juju can't get both feet in bounds on the fourth down conversion. And ball goes back to the Eagles. They kneel it out. This week, 17-24, going down to tie or potentially win with a minute left. We were a minute left. Uh, on the 50, we burn our last timeout. I don't know why we burned that timeout. That was dumb. Fourth and four, we burn a timeout. We come back out. We throw the ball short of the first down line and then lateral it to our left guard. And and I thought he had it. I think that review is kind of bullshit, but that's not part of my low. The My low is... Game on the line to potentially beat your division rival, and you have the ball in your left guard's hand trying to convert a fourth down. That can't happen. That can never happen. I couldn't help but to smile throughout all of that because you sounded like me. Because what you just explained is exactly what I dealt with while Bill O'Brien was the head coach of the Texans. His his clock management and late game management is dog shit. Always has been. He can call a goddamn play. He yeah, he can make has been he great. can make a quarterback look fucking great. But man, does that motherfucker not know how to handle a game? Like I'm telling you, we had third and third and something, uh, with a minute left on roughly the fifty. We run a play. End up four yards short. It's fourth and four. Just no huddle of play. No. From they my, use but, our last timeout with 55 seconds left from the 50 on fourth down. And then not only that, that I, I texted y'all whenever that happened. I was like, why are we using our final timeout here? Like, there's so much time left on the clock. 
We're in four down territory with a full minute still on the clock. Get up to the line, take your time, signal the play in, do whatever. If you have to, because like whatever the defense is giving you, maybe call a timeout there. But like they called the timeout as soon as the ball like went dead. Like I was, I was like, what are we doing? Then, so you have a full timeout to draw up this play, this must have fourth down. And this is what you draw up a three yard out route to the tight end on fourth and four, who then can't get back inside and laterals to a lineman. And the fact that Cole Strange caught that lateral and tried to take it, no, like as soon as he jumped up and put his hand on the ball, he should have turned and fucking yeeted that ball across the field. Because there was nobody on the opposite side of the field besides our guys. Like, it was it was all bad. It pissed me off real bad. It was so I, painful. My cheeks are so sore from smiling because I'm, I'm not just laughing on the inside because I went through the same fucking scenarios in Houston. Like, I can name a couple, of, like, against the Patriots. It was... Deshaun Watson's rookie year, I believe. We came in hot, could have won that game. Bill O'Brien fucked it up in game management. Against the Seahawks, the, the game, again, Watson's rookie year, the game he fucking, matter of fact, tore his, uh, I think it was ACL. The game that he tore it, or began to tore it, he finished tearing it in practice. I was about to say, I thought he tore it in practice. Yeah, he, it, it's. they said he started in the Seahawks game, mm. but we were fucking in it. Came down to the last play of the game. Fumbled the bag, not the ball, but fumbled the bag. Oh, speaking of another another low, uh, for the Patriots game, um, a Patriots fan got murdered. I saw that. A Patriots fan got in a fight with a Dolphins fan. The Dolphins fan sucker punches him, knocks him out. He falls unconscious, hits his head on the bleachers, dies in front of his son. Would you ever watch football again after that? If I was if the sun? The su- yeah, if you're the sun. Not the Dolphins. I don't know if I can watch either team. Every time I watch the Patriots, I'd be like, man, my dad be fucking do, pissed right now. I was like, do you watch? Do you not ever watch again? Because like it's too painful. Or do you continue to support the Patriots to honor your dad? Because I mean, your dad went out like a soldier for his team. That, dad, like a- dad died on the battlefield. <clears throat> if it was an actual fight, maybe the Dow's kicking the guy's ass, then yeah, I would. But the man got sucker punched. <clears throat> I want to know. So I, I just, I didn't do a ton of research into the tweets. I want to know, like, how old the kid was. You have no idea. I, I should actually go back and look because that kind of changes the there. whole story. Oh, my eyes are fucking watering now. Jesus Christ. Um, my last low, kind of a joint low. I think we're not oh, going here. This kid had to be pretty much pretty old because the guy that died was a 30-year season ticket holder who was at the game with his son. It had to have been like maybe double had to have been double digits. Had to have been. So if I'm that kid, I mean you, Thirty years is if you start if you start buying tickets season tickets when you're eighteen that makes you forty eight, so I mean that means your kid's got to be at least a teenager. So exactly. if, if if I watch my dad get murdered in the bleachers at this game, like, and I'm the teenage plus son, 
you've got to whoop the guy's ass, right? Like, fair that's enough. What, that's what I want to know. Like, did the did the son go after the guy? Because if or, not, the or son's fake. Sue the guy and Gillette Stadium and get it back. Gillette Stadium. I'm just saying. Your concrete was too hard. It killed my dad. The placement of I mean, there wasn't like proper safety conditions in that. I don't know. You can get you can find something. And fucking Starbucks. People sued or workers sued Starbucks because whenever they went to clock out, it was at the back of the store. Well, they still had to walk out of the store to, and lock the door. So they considered locking the door at night, work, and sued Starbucks and got millions. Damn. Like, come on. There's there's there you can get millions easy. That's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Um, our last low, we share it. We're still pretty, on highs and lows, Jesus. I know it's pretty simple. Well, I mean, we're explaining it's better than yeah, this is the same. So all I wrote for this in my notes, I literally just wrote chargers, dot dot dot. There's nothing you can say. I mean, get Brandon so, Staley's supposed to be a defensive minded head coach, but why the fuck? fuck 27. This is how I was gonna present this. I like why aren't the Chargers good? It's got to be Staley. You can run this. It's coach. It's all coaching staff. Like they're the players on both sides of the ball. Because Herbert's first year, the offense was great, but and they lost so many games in the fourth quarter. They gave up so many game-winning drives. Herbert's rookie year, it was unbelievable. And then they dumped money into that defense, and their defense is amazing. I, I mean. Mm-hmm. Amazing is kind of a strong word, but uh, Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, on coming off your edge, uh, Derwin I mean, James, J.C. Jackson on the back end. Yeah, I mean, amazing. Your pass, at least the pass defense is. Which maybe that's why they lost to the Titans because they're all pass defense, no run defense. I don't know. Oh, the, either phenomenal, the like <clears throat> no, defense on paper, top ten quarterback. Amazing weapons, uh, high-powered offensive coordinator. What? Why? Why aren't they good? I fucking don't know, man. I don't. At what um, point does Herbert consider that team doomed and leave town? I have no idea. Um, what is this? It says. A new poll, a report, a new poll reveals that only 6% of Jacksonville residents want to help pay $1 billion for the Jaguar Stadium renovations. 47% of them oh. don't want to do it, even if it means losing the Jags to a different city. 51% said the city... Oh, wait. Hold on. Let me let me open the link now. They're it probably says, saying that because the team owner's a Saudi billionaire. It says 51% said the city should sell the stadium to the team and let them pay for it. How many teams own their own stadium? <clears throat> I don't know. I doubt it's hardly any. I'm about to actually look that up. How um, many NFL teams? But own? So this is a topic because it's September in Jacksonville, Florida. And wow, that's more than I expected, actually. Four, te- four NFL teams own their own stadium. Yep, but September in Jacksonville, Florida gets a little bit humid, and they have an open air stadium, open bowl with virtually no shade. Reports came out after the Jags Chiefs game that 
over a hundred fans were treated for heat related illnesses on Sunday at the Jags game. And I think they said 34 of them were taken to the hospital. Funny enough, talking about Gillette Stadium, the Patriots own their own stadium. That's surprising. Dolphins, Patriots, uh, Commanders, and Panthers. Oh, of course the Commanders do, because FedEx Field's a shithole. <laughs> no shit. Uh, um, all right. I want to oh, hear your wait. hot takes. Oh, wait, no, never mind. Statco LA, a company under the... Oh, wait, no, technically the Rams own... The Rams owner owns the company that owns SoFi. Interesting. Kind of weird. So I <laughs> guess they're... Chargers get evicted. No shit. Oh, fuck. If I can't, if I can't stop from dying... That's interesting. <clears throat> I wonder how much the Chargers <clears throat> paying the Rams to use SoFi. No shit. Because you know they crazy. probably are. Oh yeah. The other... If if the owner owns SoFi, there's no way the Chargers are just in a mutual little agreement to share that stadium. No they're, shit. They're exactly. paying. They're paying rent. Exactly. Um, my first hot take is that Eric Bieniemy. That's how you say it, right? Yeah. Eric Bieniemy will be a good head coach. I honestly believe it. After, I I was one of the critics. That said, oh, he just has Mahomes. He makes Mahomes look good. Now he's going to Washington. Yeah. And their deep, I mean, their offense is act is putting up points. As a matter so, of fact, they're putting up more points. Than I was on, are. I was on the Sam Howell train, but I even even being a Sam Howell hopeful, I've been pleasantly surprised by the Commanders' offense this year. Exactly, and I mean he's doing. Pretty good in Washington. I'm I'm really glad he chose this to go be an offensive coordinator somewhere else. That way he can prove himself. I thought to say I think to that prove was... that it wasn't just Mahomes and Kelsey. Oh, Hunter, do Hunter's this. Getting a little cut it spotty. Uh, you froze up there for a second. Oh, sorry. What What was the last thing you heard me say? Uh, nothing. I said be. I said the enemy had to prove he just didn't have just Mahomes and Kelsey, and then. I caught the very end. Uh, yeah, he went to one of the worst teams to do this, and to, which, his... to be fair, I you could argue that he has better receivers with the Commanders than he ever had in KC. No, McLaurin, Dotson, Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson. What and he did? What name brand receiver did uh, the enemy have at KC? Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey. Okay, true. I'd be forgetting about Tyreek Hill in Kansas City. I guess if you want to include Juju, I guess you could. Yeah, Juju don't do nothing for me, especially after I've seen him fuck around on my Patriots. But yeah, uh, I don't know how you forgot about Tyreek. So speaking of. Hot take. I'm revisiting the Patriots. My hot take is the Patriots should be 2 0. The Patriots should be 2 0. And Hunter's going to be like, not with Bill O'Brien's play calling. But first of all, like I said, I don't think the Cole Strange uh, ball spot should have gotten overturned. Don't argue with me. But if we get that. 
if we don't get that call overturned and Juju gets his fucking feet down, we easily have a chance to be 2-0 and over two very good football teams, which it just fucking hurts, man. This just and Patriots fan who was fatally injured at Gillette Stadium was punched in the head two times. Witness tells the Boston Globe. Okay, I don't care. Also, the streets are saying that the shit about the Jags, the stadium, is false. Just clickbait. Carry on. Sorry. The, the oh. heat illnesses or? <laughs> no, the, the um, poll. The poll, yeah. Mm. Okay, so what's your, um, what's your next hot take? Kansas City's. I don't think it's all for them. I don't think it runs through them anymore. That's, of course, this is hot takes. So, I, of course, I could be fucking wrong in a month from now. But I'm feeling as if they're weaker. Maybe losing the enemy a little bit and the play calling spectrum of it. And I don't know. I don't know yeah, what it is. They definitely don't look like Kansas <laughs> City. They struggled against uh or they struggled against a, a mediocre Jacksonville defense. A lot of that could have come down like have to do with uh I mean obviously their receivers have been lackluster. Uh Kadarius Tony looked better week two than he did week one, but still underwhelming. Kelsey is not at a hundred percent, which they they didn't have Kelsey week one, and then you could tell week two he wasn't at a hundred percent. He did not look comfortable on the field against the Jags. So I do think that plays into it. But yeah, I mean, I would say the division is not up for grabs because I don't see the Broncos take. I the only oh, thing yeah, I'm, I not, could I'm really, not saying the division. I could see the Raiders competing with them mm. for the division, but... Didn't Devontae um, Adams just get hurt? Did he? I think so. Yeah, I did see that. He got hurt on a punt. What? I think. I Unless I... The video I watched, unless I misunderstood the guy in the video, I think he got hurt on a punt. Um... Um, he went to the game late. Let me see. Trailing in the fourth quarter. Jimmy Garoppolo took a shot downfield into triple coverage to Devontae Adams. The pass was jumped by one Buffalo Bills defensive back. and But another, Taylor Rapp, seized the opportunity to annihilate Devontae Just Adams. annihilate. That's all it says. It doesn't say anything more than that. Oh, wait, read more. Adams was slow to get up after taking a shot to the head and neck area. And then rap was flagged for unnecessary roughness. So it looks like it was a concussion. Damn. Uh, my last hot take is that they were really hyped up in the preseason. And I had high hopes because I typically like this kind of stuff. But I wasn't a fan of the Browns white helmets. I wasn't a huge fan of the all whites overall. Look, but... I I didn't pay attention to that game, honestly. What I paid attention to and the reason why I tuned into that game was to see if George Pickens was going to score a touchdown. That is the only thing I was paying attention to. Um, shout out George Pickens. He helped me win 200 bucks in a 
three pick parlay. I just needed Kyron Williams, George Pickens, and Garrett Wilson all to that, score a touchdown. The fact that you got those odds on a three leg is crazy. <clears throat> the fact that you fucking clown me for it is crazy. So I wasn't necessarily clowning you for the pick itself, but it's because you had talked just earlier about how like the day before or whatever you got drunk and made a whole bunch of tickets and didn't know how many tickets you had because you got drunk and just started clicking shit and then like you said that and then that chat and sleeper i see hunter entered you, you tailed both of mine that i had entered and then you entered one of your own but so it just as, after you were like i got drunk and just started entering tickets i see hunter vote i entered entered a pick hunter vote i entered a pick Hunter vote, I entered a pick, and I was like, oh, Hunter's drunk again, just fucking entering shit. Oh, I did one, and you said, oh, he's drunk again. But right, I wasn't but drunk, like I was high. You would, does, does it you, tell you that I tell you? It just, no, but it just shows the tickets, and I, I can see that they're the exact same as mine. Okay, because if I tell, like, I noticed I had to go in and share my picks, but I didn't know if it tells you also if no. I tell you or not. It just shows what you entered. Um. All right, yeah, that's enough recap. Yeah, Jesus Christ. We are on 30 to, minutes recapping. We are on to week three. Winter booze. Hunter searching for his first win of the year. Uh, Thursday night football. This is going to be a bloodbath. This yeah. Thursday night game does not excite me. Giants go to San Fran after their comeback against Arizona. Um, Actually, I want to say I heard rumors that like, the Giants might be just staying on the West Coast because it's short week and they go from Arizona to San Fran. I actually think I might have heard I, somewhere. I, I may be making this up, but I want to say that I heard that Giants are just staying on the West Coast this week instead of travel back to New York and back to San Fran. That would be the smartest thing to do, honestly. Right. Um, and the spread on this is Niners minus 10. And yeah, I'm taking the Niners. Like, yeah, I'm easily taking the Niners. That's like no thought at all. The Giants just are bad. Like they should have lost to the Cardinals, honestly. Um, all oh, right. Okay. This next one's a little New England. I don't know. Patriots go up to New Jersey to play the Aaron Rodgerless New York Jets. Patriots actually favored in this by two and a half. I was fully expecting us to be underdogs. And for me to take the Patriots and the points, but I'll still take the Patriots to win this game. Um, I don't know. Is it the, the is it the, I mean, is it the Jets or the Dolphins? I'm thinking of that always plays New England tough. I want to say it's the Dolphins. I'm thinking of. Uh, two Dolphins. I mean, that, I consider the Dolphins more of our division rival than the Jets. There was that period back in kind of like the Mark Sanchez era where the Jets were like. A, a competitors in the division, but I have more beef with Dolphins than I do Jets. Um, all right, I'm next. Jets. Took Jets in the points. He's he's riding with Zach Wilson. Hunter, known Zach Wilson fan. Yeah, I am. Um, next game, Colts. Uh, go to Baltimore Ravens. We don't know the status of Anthony Richardson for this game yet. Yeah, it's probably going to be out with with it being a concussion. All right, so may this may be Minshew mania. Um, Baltimore favored by eight. Hunter takes Baltimore. I take Baltimore as well. 
Colts without Anthony Richardson and Jonathan Taylor don't 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 move the needle for me. Um, I believe OBJ's hurt, but it don't matter. They still have fucking Rashad Bateman and Zay Flowers and a hell of a rushing game. Titans go on the road to Cleveland to play the Chubless Browns. I'm taking the Titans. I did not expect the Titans to be good. Three point favorites or three point dogs coming off a win against the Chargers. The Titans look tougher than I expected, and I think the Browns are going to be a little shaken up coming off of that game and a short week. See, I think the Browns have an advantage a little bit because now Titans don't know what they're going to do. They don't know what to prep for. Are they going to go sign Hunt? Are they going to roll with Jerome Ford? Are they going to try to bring in an outside source? And then you still have Deshaun Watson, who's also a rushing threat. And I'm also kind of buying in on the fact that look who Tennessee's played. They played the Saints and the Brandon Staley Chargers. Yes, I'm so I'm... this is this is probably the last week I'm gonna count out the Titans. I'm not doing this purely for Cleveland. I'm doing this purely because I don't believe in Tennessee. I'm I'm sure that Rabel is worried about the classic um team on a short week who just lost the best running back in the league trap game. I wouldn't say best running back in the league, but I mean, he's. Did you see? Up three. Watch the game. Uh, so before he snapped his leg off, like a fucking Lego, uh, he was, he was third all time or in the Super Bowl era for yards per carry by. I saw that running backs with over 500 touches. It was Bo Jackson and somebody else. Um, Fuck, I know who it was. I saw it. Bo Jackson. I saw it too, uh, and I can't remember who the other one was. Fuck, they were the middle. Yeah, that, Bo Jackson and this guy both had 5.4. 5.4, and Chubb had 5.3. So anyways, but, yeah. Was it, Barry Sa- was it Barry Sanders? No, I don't think so. It might have been. I don't remember. No, because it was like a Somewhat more current guy, I thought. But I'm taking Titans in the points. Um, All right. Broncos go to Miami. Hold on. Also, Jerome Ford, after Chubb got out, rushed for over 100 yards. I don't know if it's going to be that big of an issue. Damn. But, yeah. Um, Broncos go to Miami. Dolphins are favored by six and a half. I think the Broncos are bad again. I'm taking Miami in the points. That's a lot of points to cover, but I I I just don't believe in the Broncos. I too am gonna go ahead and take Miami. I feel like they are just a juggernaut unit. And I'm gonna roll with them. Um, next we have Buffalo going to Washington. Buffalo is favored by only six and a half. Kind of shocked. Oh, there. Only six and a half. Commanders are two and oh. <clears throat> Buffalo has a nice defense. I mean, they may be one and one, but I don't know if that defense is going to stick up with. Oh shit, you're going to Washington. I'm taking Washington in the points. I told you, I'm riding that Sam Howell hype, baby. Eric Bieniemy, he's going to keep that game close. Sam Howell going to sling that rock. I mean, look who the look who they played. They played the Broncos and the Cardinals. But hey, go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Atlanta at Detroit. Detroit is favored by three and a half. I 
This one was tough because I could. This one was tough. I do think Atlanta is better than we give them credit for, but I think I I just started this podcast saying that I think Detroit could be the real deal. Yeah, I think I'm gonna roll with Detroit on that one as well. Um, New Orleans at Green Bay. Green Bay favored by two. Um, with it being a home game, I'm gonna give Green Bay the edge. Otherwise, New Orleans did. New Orleans. Um, New Orleans did nothing to impress me against Carolina. I didn't watch a lick of that game. That game was bad. That game was. Whole- I watched the first half, and then I went switched over to the Steelers Browns. Mm-hmm. That game was so bad. Um, Houston at Jacks. Jacksonville favored by nine and a half. Ooh. So okay. I, I need I you might... to tell me about about the Texans because I didn't know anything about the Texans injury situation until like Saturday night, Sunday morning of this weekend. Yeah, I didn't know about it either until the same time you did. I think I texted you about it. So and I heard they... that y'all are hopeful for getting Tunsil back. Yeah, if we get Tunsil back, I could see them covering. But I don't know if we're going to have Jimmy Ward. I don't know if we're going to have Jalen Petrie. Those are two captains on our defense. Yeah. Um, I, I can I can see Houston covering. I can see Jacksonville blowing the brick bricks or blowing the. I don't know the fucking phrase right now. Shit, goddamn. Beating the brakes off y'all. Yeah, beating the brakes off us, blowing the barn doors off us, but. I don't know. That's a tough one. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you pick first and see. Damn, I was I was gonna tell you. Um, damn, yeah, I, I'm with you. Like, it's a big spread. It's I just don't know if you. How, I mean, the, the fact that we're sitting here scratching our heads over player availability and who's going to be healthy on week three is the best way to look concerning. at this. Is CJ Stroud. Leads, uh, yeah, leads. CJ Stroud looks good. I don't really like CJ Stroud. Fourth in the league in passing yards. He has is, the most passing yards in a single game for any Ohio State quarterback in NFL history. Is Will Anderson healthy? Yes. How how much of your front seven is healthy? Will Anderson. The only person that's not is Hassan. Ah, uh, fuck! What's his name? I can't think of his name right now. Hassan Ridgeway. I think that's enough. I'm gonna take Houston in the points. Uh, Grenard and Will Anderson, our main two guys, are healthy. Let me before I, I'm before I pick Houston, I'm gonna look up Jimmy Ward update. Stingley's healthy. Um, I think he got hurt. Actually, hold Motherfucker. on. Motherfucker. Stingley injury. Update. This is so many injuries. Week three. Um. Oh, that's twenty. It said placed on IR, and I about fucking. Oh man, but no, that was twenty twenty two. Um. News. So they look at me. Update. Update shit. Okay. Look. Apparently, he's fine. There's nothing. Okay. Yeah. I. I. I'm. I'm gonna roll with Houston in the points. Nine and a half is a ton for a divisional game. It really is. But I could see it going both ways. I'm just trying to find a fucking Jimmy Ward update. Um, yeah, I'm finding nothing on his injury update. Fuck it. I'll be safe if you're if you're picking it. I'll tail it. That way, don't kick hurt me too bad. Next. 
this game. Oh, shit. An even line. Chargers even line. at Minnesota. Chargers, Vikings, pick them. And I don't think the Chargers are good. I'm going Minnesota. Brandon Kirk Staley will him? somehow lose this game in the fourth quarter. Absolutely. Uh, um, all right. Panthers, Seahawks. Panthers are really bad. They are. Bryce Young is not him. He doesn't look bad. He looks more comfortable than I kind of thought. They're just not very good. Like I think Stroud and AR-15 looks better. Their offensive line. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, Their offensive line, he, like, he just can't do anything behind that offensive line. And now I will say, as much as I say that like I'm kind of a little bit surprised that like he doesn't look super out of place, he looks like a child. Like, mm-hmm. if you just like watch him on the field, like it's almost it it's almost comical. Like it looks like the uh football version of the movie Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. Remember that one with the kid that breaks his arm and gets special powers? Mm-hmm. That's what it that's what Bryce Young looks like. It's <laughs> looks like a fucking looks like the gridiron version of like Mike. <laughs> um next we have another large spread. Dallas at Arizona. Dallas favored by 12 and I'm hammering Dallas. I would, I would take Dallas if, if they were favor if it was minus 19. Like Bro, they're going to murder the Cardinals. I and the league that I just scored 190 points in last week. Good god. I have I have Dallas defense. Good God. So I'm about to eat this week, bro. I let me let me tell you my fucking oh wait, I have it right here on my computer. Let me tell you my fucking lineup on this team. So Lamar Jackson, Damian Pierce was the worst one out of all these. So Lamar Jackson, Damian Pierce, DeAndre Swift, CD Lamb, Stephon Diggs, Mark Andrews, Mike Evans, Rashad White, uh, Jake Moody, and Dallas defense. Good lord. Everybody scored double digits except for Pierce. And one, two, three, four, five people scored 20 plus points. And then Dallas defense at fucking 16. Jake Moody had 14. I picked up Jake Moody in damn near every league. Who's that? He's the Niners kicker. Oh. Um, all right. Bears, Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by 12 and a half. They fucking lines this week. Dude, so this one, I know the Bears are bad. I don't know if the Chiefs are good enough to beat the Bears by 12, by 13. I I would worry. I'm doing it. I, yeah, I can't go against Chris Jones. Chris Jones is too much of a fucking monster in the interior. And I have to imagine Kelsey's going to get even healthier, so... Mm-hmm. And and I said it at the beginning of the year, I'm gonna go with KC until they force me not to. So mm-hmm. exactly. Now, depending on how this game goes, I may have to rethink that position. But until then, we're still riding KC until I see a true full strength Chiefs team. Mm-hmm. All right, Steelers in Vegas. Vegas is favored by two and a half. This one's one of the tougher ones for me because I could see both of these teams winning. I I don't know. I I'm gonna go with Pittsburgh 
oh. because of the Devontae Adams concussion. I meant to add this to hot takes. Matt Canada is absolutely horrible. Oh, yeah. I also have a, a, a how, hot take. How are you wasting Najee Harris? Najee Harris's rookie year, we we thought he was a top five running back in the league. Like, do you remember Najee Harris's rookie year? He had 14 catches in a game out of mm-hmm. the backfield. That was also in part of Noodle Arm Big Ben. But true, and they had no receivers, but still, still, like he was going uh, yeah. he was going top ten in fantasy drafts his sophomore year. Mm-hmm. And has and done now, nothing since then behind Matt Canada's offense. And the same amount of rushes between Jalen Warren and Najee Harris. Najee had hardly any. I can't. I think it was like, I can't remember. It was a handful of rushing yards. Jalen Warren had like 60, 67, something like that. But my beef is not only with Matt Canada, it's not just with Najee Harris. That offense, I, I think Kenny Pickett is a serviceable young quarterback. You have Najee, you have Jalen Warren. You could run that as a nice one-two instead of just running Najee into the ground. Mm-hmm. Receiving, Deontay Johnson's hurt right now, but when you're at full strength, Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, Calvin Austin, Pat Fryermuth, like the weapons Alan, are... Allen Robinson. Wait, Alan, Alan Robinson. Robinson. I knew I was forgetting one. Allen Robinson, like the weapons are all over the place. Like this has all the makings of a high-powered offense and Matt Canada just is no. incapable... He- He's he's fucking Tim Robinson. No, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's he's using terrible towels. No, thank you. If you don't want to help me, you just want to yell. <laughs> yeah, the fucking booze come out. Yeah, no, you just want to yell. <laughs> like they're yelling at him. Just throw the ball. I don't know how. Just throw it. Puts his no, hands, I'm good. Puts his hands on the call sheet. <laughs> No, nah, he fucking like they snap the ball to him. Hey, grabs it. Ah, just fucking lets go. Um. All right, Raiders. Man, I kind of think what? the Steelers. I'm, no, I'm. I'm still thinking about this game. I'm just like talking to myself. Raiders, Steelers, and I'm kind of talking myself into the Raiders because I, I low key, I still think the Steelers team is a little bit broken. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Eagles. Bucks, Bucks favored by five at home. Hyped up Baker. This might be the toughest game to me. Five, five is not nothing to a team that's playing well. Held the Vikings offense to 17 points. I mean, you also got the Phillies defense, which is fucking still really good. I know. (sighs) This is, oh, also, well, forgot I'm, I'm to, trying to do the, to do this the in here. here. This is another Monday night football doubleheader. So this is a Monday night game. Oh, Steelers, yeah, it sure is. Steelers Raiders is Sunday night football. So Tampa beat the Vikings. Eagles beat the Vikings. So this is a pretty even matchup. I know. That's why five is a tough number. Like five <laughs> feels like a lot of points to give the Bucks. But I do think the Eagles are better than the Bucks, so I, I can I can see it being a pick'em. I'm gonna take Philly. It's it that's a lot of points for Philly to cover, but I feel like Philly's kind of getting better every week. So I'm a I'm a trust. 
Fuck, this shit's this is hard. It's a very tough decision. I think I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I think. Do I want to roll with Philly? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Philly. They have the better defense than Tampa. All right. And then the Sunday Monday night football finale. Rams go to the Bengals. Bengals are favored by two and a half. And this is just another example straight back to the Sunday night football. I think the Bengals are broken. Uh, I think I it's don't... just a slow start for Joe Burrow. I think prime time yes. they get the shit together. But the Rams have showed they're a little bit salty. So like I I think the Rams could go up there in prime time and steal one. So I'm riding with the Rams. I'm riding with Puka. I need Sean McVay to clutch this up for me. So vastly different winner booze than last week. Last week we had three games different, and I snagged two of them. Um, I was nervous because Hunter got Buffalo. I picked Raiders to cover, and Buffalo beat the dog out of the Raiders. Um, yeah, I couldn't believe that. And I can't believe uh, you picked uh, the Raiders. Sorry. Yeah, it's making me rethink this Washington pick. If we're being honest, but I'm gonna leave it. But yeah, so we had, but we had three. So I was nervous. So I had to come back, and I ended up getting both of the other two games we had picked different to come back. But this week we have one, two, three. There's three, four, five. Five different. Best, best believe Houston somehow wins Sunday. I would be so goddamn toxic. Oh, I'm being there with you. I because I got torn apart two weeks ago. This time two weeks ago because after the Jags Colts game, I was like, "Hey, I'm a little bit concerned about." I, I said that wasn't a very good game, and I'm a little concerned about the defense after Jags Colts. And you'd have thought I was I said that the Jags were gonna have a top five draft pick. And I was like, calm down. Like all I'm saying is that y'all's defense didn't improve that much from last year. Yeah, I know. And the overreaction was vicious. Very. And yeah, which of course then they want to come back in after losing to the Chiefs. We held them to 17 points. Like, I don't care. Y'all still looked like shit. And (laughs) I said, y'all lost the game on a busted coverage. Sky Moore walked 40 yards down the field. Mm -hmm. Okay, picked a one play out of 58 minutes of solid, great defensive football. Okay, well, guess what? The game's not 58 minutes long, buddy. Okay, enough of that. Let's speed through this 2023 way too early awards this predictions. This is going to be tough. <laughs> this is. I love doing the way too early ones and then one at the end of the year. Week three award predictions. Good Lord. Um, MVP. Let's, let's start bottom up. Oh, Coach, coach of the year. I don't know. Yikes. 
uh, Ron Rivera. <laughs> I, so I was actually thinking it. I was I was actually definitely like had that in mind. Um, no. Damn, there's two different ways I could go with this. I could go with a team that I think is gonna. Yeah, fuck it. Because I actually said this today in a group chat. I think the Titans are a stereotypical case of a bad team that is extremely well coached and will overperform their talent level. So I'm pick Mike Vrabel. I put him as comeback player of the year. I thought we were doing coach of the year. Oopsie. Is that not what that hold on? Who would you oh you sure did? You did put comeback player of the year. Uh bottom. All right. Comeback player. Oh, this is easy. If he if he plays one snap, I will be right. Demar Hamlin. Yeah. If Demar Hamlin makes a tackle in 2023, he will win comeback player of the year. No, nah, that's too much of a homer. I can't. Something to John Mechie. That's way too much of a homer. But the man's had cancer. So, to be like, fair. Same, same as Demar Hamlin. Like John Mechie, cancer. Demar Hamlin uh, coming back, make, doing anything at all. Hunter. I'm, I'm trying to think of people that are... If he ever. gets pardoned. <laughs> <laughs> Henry Henry Ruggs. <laughs> it, oh man. Is it a long shot? Yes. Could it happen? Also, yes. No, I mean, nothing's definite. Who the fuck? What are some big names that were hurt last year? I'm trying to think. I we saw last year, it doesn't have to be hurt. Geno Smith came back from being not good at football. And won it last year. Um, fuck, bro, this shit's hard. Ooh, because this you, is way too early. I'm changing for Demar Hamlin. I, I think Demar Hamlin. It's a really good pick because it's gonna happen if he plays one snap. I He's know get... you're right. I want to. I feel like Baker can get it. <laughs> If Baker Ooh. continues to play well with Tampa, he would be up there for me and a guy that could get it. Mm. You can that have that. I'm, I'm going to keep DeMar Hamlin because I do think I'm right. I think if DeMar Hamlin steps on the field, he wins it. Um, I mean, what about Brees Hall? Maybe. Potentially. Man's had fucking, like... Three fantasy points the other night, or three rushing yards, excuse me. The other day, I took us over. What is this? Will you hurry up? Former NFL player Sergio Brown accidentally reveals he's in Mexico following, following reports of his mother's death. Okay, that makes sense with her. Because according Jade... to Sergio, he was kidnapped by FBI and his mother is actually retired. Jade texted me 30 minutes ago and said, just said, did Sergio Brown kill his mom? And I was like, who the fuck is Sergio Brown? <laughs> um, apparently, he's saying that he was kidnapped by the FBI and his mother's actually retired. I don't understand. Sounds yeah, retired. 
retired is a motherfucking word for she's dead. But um, FBI is real big in the business of kidnapping NFL bench players. Yeah, I'm still on the Baker Mayfield pick. I can't think of anything else on the top of the head. I, th- I think it's a good pick. All right, offensive rookie of the year. But I still got a coach of the year, and oh, also you shit. still you you clown me for saying picking Mike Vrabel the top ten head coaches, and now here we are. I hey I my I reserve the right to change my opinions at any time. <sighs> Whatever, fucking dweeb. Um. 2-0 teams, 2-0 NFL records, 2023 NFL league standings. Let me look at the good teams. Um, Falcons are 2-0. Ravens 2-0. Cowboys 2-0. Dolphins. Um, fuck it. Give me, give me. What the fuck is this goddamn name? Matt LaFleur, Ron Rivera. Mike I McDaniels. almost picked Mike McDaniels. You mean Mike, Mike McDaniels? I almost picked Mike McDaniels. Yeah, I'm taking him. Um, Offensive right. Rookie of the Year. I am going to go Jordan Addison. That's a good pick. I'm still I'm going to stick with Bijan, though. I wanted to be a homer and say Stroud, but I am not. However... I am going to be Homer on defensive rookie of the year and go Will Anderson Jr. It's either going to be him or it is going. Oh, you think Brian Branch? I'm thinking it's going to be him or Jalen Carter. I like Brian Branch. I think he's balling out. Offensive player of the year is always a hard one. It really is. It's super hard. I am going to go Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. I'm trying to think of who's been. Hooping. I picked Puka. <laughs> Offensive player of the year. They might as well just rename like this award non quarterback MVP. Literally, that's what the fuck it is. Or just take away like MVP and do like MVP and then QB of the year or something. Let me look. Damn. Uh, I don't know. This is really tough. Oh. Let me take CMC. That's a good one. Defensive player of the year. Oh, I know. That's TJ Watt. Yeah. I all That's... I I could almost go Micah Parsons because he's been playing really good too. I actually might go Micah Parsons. I'm sticking with a wide bias. I mean you're MVP. probably you're probably right, but let me I I'm gonna be different and go Micah Parsons. MVP is so, kind of uh, tough right now. Which quarterback? I don't think there's a there's like a standalone person right now. Did Jalen win it last year, or did he come in second? Mahomes won it last year. Hmm. I could. I don't think it's gonna be Burrow unless he has like a god tier comeback. Um. 
I'm gonna go Jalen. It's not bad. I could take the easy out and go Mahomes. I mean, that's always a safe bet. Always. I mean, it's fucking it's inevitable. I could also be bold and go non QB here. That would be dumb, not bold. I wouldn't say dumb because I feel like there's a couple of position players that have stuck out more than any of the quarterbacks have so far. Unless you want to say, honestly, the, the quarterback that stuck out the, the most is Tua. I'm not going to pick didn't him. play that great uh, Sunday. Which, I mean, I get that like you don't lose the MVP vote off of one week two game, but. I am going to be bold here. I probably have a different answer towards the end of the season when we do an actual award prediction. But right now, I am going to roll with Christian McCaffrey. So that whole offense, or he played every single snap. Since we're on the offense topic, so first of all, do you remember when the last non QB to win it was? 2012, Adrian Peterson. Correct. Do you remember when the last wide receiver to win it was? I'm going to guess Randy Moss. I have no idea. Nope. Who was it? A wide receiver has never won the MVP award. It's only been running back and quarterback. And um, Reggie, no, Lawrence Taylor. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would, yeah. Yeah. I just, Watt, uh, Watt, I, Watt almost did it in 2014, but he was robbed by fucking Rogers. I'm just saying. I just couldn't believe, like, I mean, Jerry Rice, uh, Randy Moss, Calvin Johnson, none of those guys. Ever. That is crazy. Yeah, that's that was crazy. just a little tidbit I saw last week that I a defensive did. player has won it before a, a wide, wide receiver. Which so I do as I was like thinking about this the other day, I it did make sense. Like if there is a wide receiver, like that puts up the numbers like to are like to justify like potentially like winning it, his quarterback's gonna win it. Uh what like speaking of quarterbacks, what's this Aaron Rodgers shit you got on here? Oh shit, we almost forgot this. Okay, so um Aaron Rodgers uh, officially confirmed torn Achilles. He had surgery. There's rumors floating around that he uh could potentially make it back before the end of the season. And in an interview, when asked about his timetable, his recovery, all of that, he said, I want to get the quote right because it's really special. Uh, Aaron Rodgers said that the sounds of dolphins having sex are therapeutic for the human body. And I the direct quote shit. was, there's ideas that some noises from the dolphins when they're lovemaking, the frequency of that is healing to the body. So, to I pull that down some... into regular terms, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers is um, rehabbing his Achilles with dolphin porn. I think if you read between the lines, he's at home on ayahuasca. So, you know those like... uh. 
oxygenated like leg sleeves that they like it's like the big inflatable leg sleeve they put their leg in and they pump it full of just pure oxygen and their like body absorbs the oxygen and it like helps them heal yeah he's at home right now in his bed just with his leg in a uh sleeve an oxygen sleeve listening to dolphin sex hoping that it'll stitch his achilles back together yeah um, I think I locked Hallie out. Hold on. Oh. Okay, he's back. You're you're turned off. I accidentally locked the bottom lock. Oh shit! The one that where there's no key. But yeah, I just I don't know. I I just can't believe this. Like with Aaron Rodgers, that that smoking ayahuasca and sitting crisscross applesauce in a dark hut all off season wasn't great for his tendons and ligaments. <laughs> I saw a funny video about uh, the jets and their whole situation. And it was like the jets front office after going through two weeks with Zach Wilson. And I can't remember the movie, but it's some white dude. And then it's Morgan Freeman. And the white dude's just like, no, nah, I'm, I'm done. I'm retired. And Morgan Freeman's like, come on, it's all right. Take a look around for old time's sake. And starts giving him a tour. And it's like the Jets front office talking to Tom Brady. <laughs> oh, <laughs> speaking of, I talked about this today. Uh, So right, like the day after Aaron Rodgers snapped his Achilles, Colin Kaepernick had his agent issue a press release saying that he would be willing to, to sign with the New York Jets. Oh, After yeah, he's interested in signing with the New York Jets. Seven years. That man has not played NFL football for seven years. So I if, if that if if you could take seven years off and then issue a public statement saying that you would be willing to sign with the New York Jets, I would like to take this time to issue a public statement via below five hundred that I would also be willing to sign a contract with the New York Jets. I would also be willing to trap Sydney Sweeney. Jesus for life. What? What? Not like not not like I'm trying to be not sound vulgar, but now I just sound very dark. I don't know. I'm talking about playing backup quarterback in the NFL, and you're talking about committing sex crimes. Um, that went so for, for, far left. For legal reasons, this is a joke. Um, now we know why Hallie was locked out. Yeah, about all that. Jesus. Um, but yeah, NBA, this, NBA tidbit. Uh, <laughs> let's fucking move on. Oh, that, whatever happened with that guy that beat the shit out of his girlfriend? Oh, um, while she was asleep. That's yeah, so well, crazy. She, Kevin Porter Jr., while she's asleep, now they're like, no, that ain't what happened. She's like, no, that's not what happened at all. What are you talking about? He'd never lay a hand on me. And I'm what? like, damn. Yeah. Who reported well, it initially? I don't... Uh, I think authorities reported it initially. What? And now world? she's like, no, that's not what happened at all. Some shit. I don't... It's a fucking crazy. But... The NBA news I was going to bring up was HBO Max is now going to stream NBA games. They're going to stream 63, 65 NBA games throughout the year. They're also going to have playoff games 
and they're also going to do the uh, NBA's in-season tournament. That'll be cool. That's like the only part of that that gets me excited. So it's kind of random how HBO Max can be the one streaming that shit. So does that mean it's going to be commercial free? I doubt it. Damn, is Amazon, is Thursday Night Football commercial free? I guess not. Okay, then. But HBO is like known for being commercial free. Amazon Prime is commercial free if you watch the videos and movies and shit on there. Touche. Like, do you remember watching a commercial during The Boys? No. That's true. I'm also only season and a half deep in that show. I like the show, but I the episode season two is slow. Season two is also notoriously slow. I can't sit there and watch. I'll watch. I'm watching Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Super instead of watching that right now. So I've always said with the boys, um, season one is like amazing, action packed. Mm -hmm. Season one gets you hooked. Season two is a lot more like story building. And then season three, kind of like season three is good, but it's like all based off of the story that season two sets sets up. So I see. I'm just so season I'm so three far is better. Behind. Yeah, I'm very far behind. You're but, you're far behind. I'm on season five of Game of Thrones. That's cute. I've never fucking watched Game of Thrones. Really? I thought you were a Game of Game of Thrones guy. Nope, never watched it. Thought about it, and then I heard how sh- shitty the ending was. And whenever I heard about how shitty the ending ending was, I just finished Dexter, and I was like, I ain't going through this fucking shit again. So not that's watching it. Crazy because like, yes, everyone says that season eight is like not good, but up until the ending, it's like almost unanimously regarded as the greatest TV show ever. Uh I'll take Breaking Bad over him. Never watched break. I I watched the first season. Wow! And I've watched the first season like three times because I'll try to like restart it and get into it, and I get past season one and I just don't. It's that that show also starts off slow. Yeah, but it's so it's easily the best fucking story writing of any show. I don't know. Game of Thrones is pretty good. Hey, I mean, Breaking Bad already also had a spinoff, a very successful spinoff, and a lot of people love that one also, and Better, better Call Saul. Yeah. Just saying. Um, I think we're tapped out here. Yeah, I think that is everything that we have for this week. Um, So that concludes episode 104. Is that what we said at the beginning? Yep, 104. Episode 104 of Below 500. Uh, same thing as always. Every week, if you listen this far in, uh, take the time to hit our socials at below 500 pod if you haven't already. Uh, our Twitter day, I won't say our Twitter days are behind us, but we are we're more of a TikTok pod now, so mm-hmm. a lot easier content, funnier fo- content. Follow on TikTok, definitely follow on TikTok. Um, pretty much daily content on TikTok now, consistent for several weeks now so mm-hmm. i i can i can confidently say that we are about doing about daily content minimum on tiktok so follow that that helps us out a lot and after you get into doing that if you're still here uh follow subscribe if you haven't and throw us a rating or a review we we 
we have like a lot of you guys are subscribed, which helps a lot, but we need those reviews. Those reviews help us get those new subscribers. So exactly. if you're still here, hit the TikTok and then come back here and leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. And then yeah. most importantly, come back next week and check out episode 105. All right, that's it. That's the podcast. See you later, fuckers. Thank you.